Bubble Butt Boyfriend Billy. Bubble Butt Boyfriend Billy. <clears throat> Hello? Hello, Michelle. I hear you like scary movies. What's your favorite scary movie? Oh, snap. Well, you've got your slashers, supernatural, campy. And I know this is you, Mark. It's not the 90s. Caller ID, bro. The voice sounds good, though. Aw, thanks. So then you've got zombie, creature feature, possession. All right, Michelle, we and... get it. No, seriously, are we talking psychological thrillers, vampires? Ooh, found footage. Boo, you whore. Welcome to prime time, bitch. You'll float, too. You'll float, too. Here's Johnny. I see that. What's up? What's up? What's up, everybody? Welcome to Boo You Horror. My name is Michelle. My name is Mark. This week, we are talking about The Faculty. We're going back to school. The Faculty was released in 1998 and directed by Robert Rodriguez. In this movie, it stars Josh Hartnett, Elijah Wood, Clea Duvall, Jordana Brewster, Laura Harris, Sean Hatosi, Selma Hayek, Famke Janssen, Piper Laurie, John Stewart, B.B. Newworth, and Ursher got the voice that make your booty go smack. <laughs> it's an amazing cast. From top to bottom. We gotta hit that 90 second recap and you're going first. Oh no, I don't like going first. Uh, okay. Okay, we open up in a small town in Ohio. There's a football game going on, or they're getting ready for a big football game, and then, uh, a mysterious shadowy figure comes up to the coach and then we are back in the faculty lounge and all the faculty is there and then B.B. Newworth is the principal and she's leaving for the day and then the coach comes in and stabs her in the hand with a pencil and then she runs away but then she's killed by the theater teacher and then all the kids are introduced and Elijah Wood gets his balls hit on the flagpole and then uh, all the al all the teachers are becoming aliens. It's uh, kind of like invasion of the body snatchers and then they're turning the kids into aliens and um uh elijah wood to try to tell the cops and his dad and then so we've got all the different tropes of like the classic high school cliques right all represented in one movie and so they all come together to figure out like something's going on weird with the teachers right and so then once they've figured out that they think they're getting taken over by aliens they figure out that if they could just kill the queen bee then they can get all of their friends back and everyone will go back to normal so all of these kids from all the different cliques have to come together and work together and it's beautiful thing so in the end mary beth the new girl who's a hick is indeed the queen alien and they have to kill her and once they do everyone returns to normal and uh there's an inappropriate relationship between zeke and miss burke we did it! 90 seconds. We're we good. It. There you go. This movie, it's one of my absolute favorites. It's a complete classic. We got Robert Rodriguez directing it. The screenplay is written by Kevin Williamson. Amazing. Ooh, they were going to ask to direct it, but you know what he was doing? Directing, teaching Mrs. Tingle. What's up with all these school movies? I know. He had a good time in high school. Or he hated high school, <laughs> and he's just right. killing all of the people he wanted to kill in high school. Ooh, there you Dude, go. Dude, in your recap, you brought up the scene that I could couldn't watch when I was a kid. The pencil stabbing through the hand. The I hated it so much. It, we got to talk about Miss B.B. Newworth. We do. Because she played Morticia Adams. And me and Michelle famously were Uncle Fester and Wednesday Adams. And when Michelle was Uncle Fester, she would crack me up. <laughs> I loved when you were Fester because you were bald. Remember that awful wig they gave you? Yes. They try to make you look like Joan Jett. But <laughs> you look... I looked like Joe Dirt. <laughs> 
Exactly. You did. Oh, no. Oh, no. Speaking of mullets. We got to talk about Josh Hartnett's hair in this movie. Oh, no. Because he's got the equivalent of a mullet, but it's like a bowl cut in back. It's like party in front, breakfast in back. <laughs> you know what I'm talking about? And he apparently it was like a big deal. He's He had fights with the producers during this and H2O. He's like, this is just how my character would do it. So they're just like, fuck it, keep it. And it worked for him, apparently. You know whose hair <laughs> I did like? I just always wanted to be Stokely. For the minute she was like, crush and burn Cassie. I was like I want to be you this hit hard because I mean growing up in Texas where this movie was filmed they need to pass a school bond because that school sucks <laughs> the principal during their meeting says have you seen the football stadium on a Friday night and like how football gets all the money that is so where we went to school you know yep, and we were just like we want to do musicals <laughs> you and me <laughs> we were the poor kids wanting to do guys and dolls just use last year's set from Oklahoma or whatever our said. town our town our town which famously doesn't have a set That's that's right. That's right. <laughs> it looks just like Texas, but they in Ohio. Why, oh, why, why, oh. Kill me. Oh, a child. They didn't spell it. They did. No. Yes, they it do. Later in the song. The way, like, they're trying to convey to the audience, like, hey, there's something up with these teachers. It's that they're drinking a lot of water. If that were me, everyone would think I'm possessed because I'm always drinking water. Me I'm too. like freaking SpongeBob. Water would be nice. The pinky up. want to be fancy. Hold your pinky up like this. They should call you SpongeBob Fancy Pants. Remember, when in doubt, pinky out. <laughs> she throws the water on her face. I thought that was laugh. hilarious. How is her makeup still nice? When Selma Hayek comes in and they attack Selma Hayek. Oh Hottest my nurse ever. All the other teachers get a makeover. Well, all the female teachers get a makeover when they're taken over by the aliens. But Salma Hayek doesn't need to do nothing. No. She, like, brushes her hair. <laughs> she wipes the blood off her face. I want to talk about the angry kids in this one, too. There's a lot of angry kids. The couple that's always fighting, she slaps them in the face. I'm like, that's domestic violence, people. Yes. And then they're angry because those girls, like, get in a wreck. And she's like, get out of I know. Like, <laughs> these kids are on something. Oh, it's a smack. It's the smack that's going around that Zika's I was everybody. about to say, it's guaranteed to jack you up. Speaking of his drugs, I love his drug pins. Ooh, yeah. Even when I was a kid, I didn't know nothing about drugs, but I was like, that's a neat way to... To do drugs. Distribute. <laughs> Here you go. It's my little <laughs> pin. And then when he gets John Stewart in the eye and all his pus like flies out and it, it just looks so great. So I watch everything with subtitles just because I don't like to miss anything. Obviously, Stokely and Delilah don't like each other. Stokely says to her, bipolar bitch. Bye. Bipolar bitch. He thought for years that she said bipolar bitch, like by frigid bitch. <laughs> Stokely <laughs> has some of the greatest lines in this movie. I can only hope Kevin Williamson through these enemies because they are great. Fuck you, better slut. I just want to see Kevin Williamson sitting down at his desk just like, hmm. Yes, this is what I called that bully one year. I called him a blood <laughs> fart. Mary Beth asked Stokely, are you a lesbian? And yes! she says, please be one. Flaffery. <laughs> It's my favorite. And then my other favorite is Casey. Casey, when did you become Sigourney Weaver? I'm like, are these aliens watching Alien in space? Whoa. I'm like, that is so cool. <laughs> Casey actually uh, references that in the library. How do you know there's not a conspiracy? Look, maybe the X-Files is right. And where do all these movies come from anyway? How do we know Spielberg, Lucas, Sonnenfeld, Emmerich haven't been visited by aliens? And maybe they're aliens themselves. Maybe they're simply preparing us for what's to come. You know what, Casey, it's fiction, okay? It's science fiction. Exactly. Everybody gets hung up on the science part, which has nothing to do with it. They're getting at us through the fiction. So 
Aliens have just been setting us up over the years, creating this happy little make-believe existence with their, their E.T. and their men in black movies just so that nobody would believe it if it really happened. I think so. I want to go back to Mary Beth's lines, too. Another one of her great lines. I'm not aware of any lesbianism in my lineage. Oh, that's too bad. She's so goofy. <laughs> She's goofy. I'm going to walk around making friends the way Mary Beth makes friends. <laughs> Excuse me, you look like you have negative one friend. You want to <laughs> hang out? <laughs> It's true, though, man. You know Mary Beth went for Stokely because she's the weird kid, and she probably thinks Stokely just wants to fit in, which I don't think Stokely really cares. She kind of went for the outsiders, and even, like, Stan and uh, Delilah are kind of outsiders because they're popular, you know? I want to talk about Stan. I want to talk about Stan and his beautiful poem about the D. Stan loves the D. He deserves the D. I laughed so hard. Can we please hear an audio clip of that? I worked hard for that D. That was my D. I deserved that D. I just wish people would let me be, you know? A D student. Yeah. He, he said the teacher gave it to him. He said, I deserved it for having such a strong arm. I worked hard for that D. That was my D. I deserved that D. <laughs> I just wish people would let me be. Oh my goodness, like, yeah, you, you got Dude. a strong arm, Stan. <laughs> okay, so I, I mentioned earlier that the scenes that, like, really gave me the ick when I was younger, it was the pencil going through the hand scene, and then Mrs. Brummel in the shower when her hair, like, comes off in a clump. Ugh. That one stood out to me definitely when I was younger, when, when he's just, like, trying to stroke her hair, and he just grabs, like, it's the scalp and mm-hmm. the hair, the bloody scalp, and it Ugh. falls. That always stuck out with me, and it always reminded yeah. me of the old lady from The Shining in, what was it, Room 237? In the movie, yes. <laughs> in the movie, yes. In real life, it's 217, <laughs> but I'll get yes, over I'm it. Yes, I'm sorry. I didn't mean to bring up a sore subject. And it looked like her face was moving. I don't know if it was... It uh, was like her pores. Yeah, it looked like they were... Yeah, maybe it, maybe it was like her blood boiling. Uh, she was like oh, drying that's a good out point, or something. Cause I've, I've never known yeah. what that was supposed to be. Yeah. And like as TVs get clearer, it becomes much more obvious. Because I don't think I ever noticed it as a kid, but now I notice it a lot. But that's a really good point. Can we just talk about how cute Elijah Wood was with his little juice box? His little juice box <laughs> eating lunch by himself in the bleachers. It's so sad. but I'm No, a- I'd love that. Just get me away from the rest of these people. I want to go to uh, Zeke's house. I want to go to Zeke's house. Oh, no. We'll give him a haircut while you're there, please. <laughs> I will. This bowl cut in back is not doing you justice, sir. <laughs> so when Mary Beth at the end of the movie comes out as the queen alien, the flashback to her doing the drugs. <laughs> Yeah. With the big ass <laughs> alien tentacle? No one noticed that. Are you serious? Nobody noticed her big ass alien tentacle? I, I wish she had her southern accent as an alien still. <laughs> if it still talks. Instead of just, she was just like, hi there. Come out, Casey. Come say hi. Okay, who did you think was the queen bee when you saw the movie? Well, they don't really make mention of a queen bee until later in the film. That's true. So I thought, I thought it was the coach who started it all. I think I probably thought the same. Or Usher. Usher. No, it was Little John. That's who started it all. You know, Usher's doing the <laughs> halftime show at the Super Bowl, and I am just waiting. Little John and Luda better come out. I thought you were saying a faculty reunion on stage. She's <laughs> like, me too. That's what I'm waiting for. Josh Hart, Dude, horror cons <laughs> need faculty reunions because it yes. hasn't happened. There's a whole generation of us that would just die. Oh, yes. Question yes. number two. If you were one of the 
any character in the movie, who do you most closely like relate to or like who do you think you would be in that movie? If he ends up with Salma Hayek, then definitely Jon Stewart. There's no way they're ending up together. She was sick. You don't know. <laughs> you know, she's got like a hot doctor husband. If you had to make up a husband for Salma Hayek in this, even though he doesn't exist in the movie, you know, she's going home to to John Stamos. John Stamos. <laughs> George Clooney from Dust Till Dawn. Absolutely. This is what she does during the day. And then she goes to the Titty Twister at night. The Titty Twister? From Dust Till Dawn. That's the place. That's I've that's... never seen that movie. You, what? Michelle. What's it about? I can't tell you. And please don't Google it because it's so great. I won't. Michelle, okay. Oh my gosh. Okay. You have to watch this immediately. I don't, I don't even... Is it a horror movie? Yes. Oh dang. Yes. So if you were possessed by an alien, how do you think your personality or your style choices would change? What would the alien try to change about Michelle? I feel like they'd make me like Stokely where I started wearing colors, which <laughs> ew. I know we're both wearing white today, which is extremely rare. Very rare. And my mom always tells me I look like Simon Cowell when I wear white. <laughs> And I do. It looks like a Simon Cowell white V-neck. Now you just need a big ass cup of Coke. <laughs> and some big old white teeth. Well, my teeth are pretty big. Simon Cowell for Halloween. Oh, I think personality wise, I'd become very like polite and poised and like a little Southern Belle a little bit. Like a Disney princess. <laughs> I feel like you would just be very quiet. <laughs> yeah, I think people would know immediately because they're like, why isn't Mark smiling? Even though I'm not, you know, a huge fan of everybody up in my business, uh, I like to, you know, be comfortable around people. I like people to be comfortable around me. So I think that's the first thing. And I think my wardrobe, hmm, suits. Suits. <laughs> a nice little three piece. I'm not talking about chicken wings. <laughs> If I knew you and this was happening at our high school, I feel like you would just find an alien and be like, infect me right now because I don't want to deal with it. Or I might be fine because I might be doing drugs with Zeke. That's true. So this would never happen to me. Me and Zeke are in there in our little lab. We're making stuff. I'm making puppets. Zeke is making. I was like, he's making drugs and you're making puppets. I was so about to say that. Those two things go together harmoniously. Come on now. If there would have been a sequel, they could go to college. It could be like Scream 2 and they go to college and it starts happening again. It could be the faculty, colon, tenured. Tenured. Ooh, <laughs> that's good. I liked just colon. Colon. I liked faculty, colon. We could have stopped there. I was all on board, ready to invest. Do you think the theater teacher would still do a musical as an alien? And if so, what musical do the aliens want to put on? Rent. Rent? Because it's all about the love. And they're all like, oh, life is beautiful when you're one of us. They'd all be so talented because they're aliens. And she would say, I don't even care about the budget. They're just super talented, too. That's one of their powers is being talented. I would assume. They're triple threats, these aliens. Yes. <laughs> what musical do you think they do? Who? As aliens. <laughs> what? The Grease? <laughs> Grease. That does make sense. It's in a high school. And at the end of Grease, Danny and Sandy fly off into space. That's what happens. And then they come back in the 90s. Grease is the prequel to the faculty. And take over Usher's body. Oh my gosh. <gasps> no, Usher continues on, on tour. Because he's talented, because he's an alien. He's a triple threat because he's an alien. He didn't have any of these special talents until he was an alien. And now he goes on world tour with Little John and mm -hmm. Ludacris. And that's how we're all infected. We're all infected. I think Usher really is an alien because he looks the exact freaking same today as he did in the faculty. He schmecks. <laughs> Josh Hartnett, Usher, Sean Hatosi. 
Michelle's out there. She's she's hungry. She's thirsty. It's because now when I watch horror movies, everyone looks like children. People started looking normal in movies, I feel like, in the 90s. In like the 70s and 80s, they're like, why are these 40-year-old men playing high schoolers? Mm-hmm. What is happening? And then in the 90s, they look like they could be in high school. Yeah, and now they look 12. Now I find myself watching modern horror movies. I'm like, hey, that dad is sexy. <laughs> oh, what? <laughs> it's a thing. Every horror movie trope, the dad is always in a cable knit cardigan and he's always like a tormented writer like Ethan Hawke in uh, Sinister. Is it Sinister? Yeah. He's just like a tormented writer. He's wearing the same cardigan. Like in Johnny Depp in um, Secret Window. Secret Window, yes. He has a cardigan, messy hair, the glasses. It's like a look. It's like a look for that time period and I love it. I'm here for it. I dress like that a lot. (laughs) So Casey's dad, A, so he goes in and they're like, no internet, no phone and they take his porno. And then when he comes out and finds Casey trying to escape, have you ever noticed that he's still holding the porno? <laughs> yes. Yes. I love that. <laughs> and he's that. like, sorry, Casey, no more flogging the bishop. No more flogging like, the bishop. What does that mean? It's because the bishop's hats are like the tips of the penis. It is. I yes. never got it. Well, what is, doesn't flogging mean like beating to death? Oh. I, I, in my head, it meant more violently, like with the, you're hitting the crap out of it with like a weapon. In Hedwig in the Angry Inch, John Cameron Mitchell refers to it as my little bishop in a turtleneck. Luther is silent for a moment as he stares at my little bishop in a turtleneck. <laughs> you were so funny, Michelle. <laughs> you're like, doesn't that mean like beating a hole? <laughs> oh. Well, when I said beating, I meant more like violently, like hurting. Hey, and some so... some guys are into that. <laughs> you would think that the alien population. You're you're gonna give me so much crap for this. I don't even want to say it. Say it. I think about these things, Mark. Okay, the aliens love water, right? So why didn't they infect like the orcas? Because the orcas are gonna take over the world anytime soon. I hope you know that. But have you seen all the stuff in the news? No. In Orca News? You haven't heard about the Orcas? I don't subscribe to Orca News. I'm sorry. Okay, so the Orcas are going to take over the world, apparently. <laughs> um, they're attacking boats and killing people. And they're, like, plotting something. And they can tell that they're plotting something. Oh, my God. You got to Google a smart. I mean, like, couldn't we attack back? No. Because Orcas are the top predator of the ocean. But we have missiles. Missiles. And what are they down there <laughs> fucking talking to each other? They do. It's called echolocation. So you're saying orcas are responsible for the Titanic. That's what you're telling me right they now. They could have been. Well, I'm, I'm going to start going door to door, making people aware of the orca problem. Have you heard the bad news today? The, <laughs> the orcas, orcas are out. <laughs> Why didn't the aliens infect something in the ocean? Because they like the water. Oh, my and gosh. Like, could they infect animals? I mean, obviously they could because of the mouse. The Little Mermaid remake. That's the sequel to The Faculty. And they're all triple threats. And they go down there and they sing Under the Sea together. And everything is grand. Javier Bardem, he's the king, King Triton. (laughs) Well, all I know, I just now saw like a commercial for the new Little Mermaid and I saw Sebastian and I was like, that's Sebastian. He looks so scary. He looks like one of the things from the faculty. He doesn't look like Sebastian. He's just scary. What if every time the things went in water, just under the sea would play? 
Sorry. It's just <laughs> That's your musical choice for the show. Yes, Little Mermaid. Oh my gosh, it makes perfect sense. The Little Mermaid. Yes, okay. There's so much to this. What was the teacher's name that likes Josh Hartnett? Miss Burke. Can we talk about why did he offer her chocolate laxatives and why does he have that in his car? That is the strangest thing for Zeke to sell. I mean, I think he's just trying to be an entrepreneur. He's, <laughs> you know, I think Zeke grows up to own like a 7-Eleven, maybe a chain of 7-Elevens. No, he owns like a CVS. Yeah, drugs. <laughs> if he's selling laxatives, he cares about digestive health. True, true, so. true. Or he works at a sex shop and he's just selling cherry flavored condoms. But see, he's real smart. So maybe he develops like his own line of stuff. Why do you think he stayed and repeated his senior year? Everyone knows he's smart. Is it just because like he doesn't know where he's at in life? So he's just like, mm, I'm going to repeat my senior year. No, he said, I'm going to stay here until... Miss Burke's bangs grow. Oh out. Lord. <laughs> and it's gonna take a while. He got so pissed off about that haircut. Why? Why do they give these bangs to these people? <laughs> these lack of bangs. I don't know, but they can't have babies ever because their hair would be the worst. She ain't banging. <laughs> She's the opposite of banging, even when she sexy Miss Burke. Miss Burke, your bangs are still high as hell. <laughs> Here's the thing. I think in 1998, we were supposed to like root for them because obviously we know Zeke is over 18, which now, that's not a defense at all um, because it's still like inappropriate teacher-student relations. But I think we were supposed to root for them. Like we wanted them to be together because it's like that, quote, cute moment at the end. But now I'm just like inappropriate. Nope. I mean, I could see how maybe it's, she's just trying to be supportive. But yeah, it looks just too flirty. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. She does want the cherry flavored condoms now. Zeke. Cherry flavored if you uh, know what I mean. <laughs> I like how the cop was like, you called for a dead doll. And here's the thing. The cops would not have blown. Like those teachers are acting so shady. Those cops would have been way more on alert than being like, oh, yeah, just this kid. For sure. I'm glad he brought up the cops because that cop is Gail's cameraman in Scream 2. Yes, it is. I did not ever know that until you just told me that, but you're, you're right. Yes, I thought that was fun. And then, of course, I can't remember if he's in Scary Movie or actually in Scream because I get the cast confused. I know. Well, <laughs> when they mesh together like this one, this guy's in Scary Movie and Scream, but fuck you, boy. Yes. <laughs> is his girlfriend, what is her name? <laughs> fuck you, girl. Is it? I didn't know. I, it may be. It may be. Who knows? She's the one that's saying the lines. I love when, I guess, he's been infected by the alien and she has it and she just slaps him and he just turns his face and like stares before they cut away it looks like he's about to giggle he is <laughs> the slap since i was eight years old and saw this movie it has always made me laugh when piper laurie aka theater teacher just gets that cup of water and just throws it on her face <laughs> Like it has always made me laugh. Splashes it on her face. You see her hair go back and everything. I love it. Yes, and I wasn't even going to bring it up because I was like, no, that's too dumb. No one else even notices that. But I'm glad you do. Flash dance. When the water comes down. Oh, yeah, yeah. That's what these aliens need to do. That's how thirsty these aliens were. Oh, I thought that was We're the Millers. <laughs> we're the Millers. <laughs> okay, Michelle, would you rather? would you rather get your fingers chopped off by Josh Hartnett and stabbed in the eye or... Would you rather get your head chopped off and given chocolate flavored laxatives so you get a little treat? Well, it depends. What's he sticking in my eye? Uh, <laughs> you didn't say it was a pen. Oh, <laughs> I'm just no. Kidding. <laughs> oh, no. Oh, no. <laughs> the white stuff is going to squirt out the eye. Too. <laughs> 
Oh, no. You went there already. You went there already. And then I had the visual of the squirting. Um, I would probably let him chop off my head knowing I can place it back on and the tentacles will suck right back in. And then I'm going to take a chocolate laxative and have a little trip to the bathroom. And then I'll be good. I'll have a nice bowel movement. I love the little tentacles that come out of Jon Stewart's fingers. Oh, me too. And then he's like... I love tentacles. I'm a, I'm a tentacle guy. I like that. I'm not a foot guy. I'm a tentacle guy. So when they realize they don't have any more scat and they have to go out to the cars, <laughs> would you rather be Casey as the decoy or would you rather be Zeke, the one that has to go further and get the pens? Oh, I have to be Zeke because I can't run as fast as Casey can. But he's so floppy. I would have died. You just would have died. I can't handle the pressure and then I'll get to hang out with Famka. <laughs> I uh, get to hang out with sexy Mrs. Burke if I go and get the drugs. So I'll take my chances trying to get the drugs. Okay. What about you? Um, I'd probably go for the drugs because at least I know once I get there, I have a weapon. Or I can just get in my car and leave y'all. Like if I were Zeke, I would have just pieced out. That was Delilah's plan was to, well, she was trying to get them to leave just so yeah. they could all take over. See, you can't go because if you go, then everyone's going to die. Why did they park so dang far away from the gym? Like, dude, there's no one in the parking lot. Why didn't they just (laughs) park right there next to the door? (laughs) Oh, one of my favorite scenes visually, like you were talking about, uh, is when they're all in the football field and it's raining and it's pouring and the lightning strikes. You can see the inside of their skeleton and everything. That that was really cool. That is really cool. And how they're just standing out there like absorbing water it's just freaky oh it's so good it's so good i'm not a big sci-fi guy whatsoever but kevin williamson just knows how to write a movie i mean you can tell you can tell when kevin williamson puts his mark on something because it moves so well there's no lulls in it there's just like no dead moments in this movie it keeps going and going <laughs> like it's like a thing i have when they actually say the title of the movie in the movie and Casey goes, they're here, the faculty. And I'm like, dun, 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 yeah, he said dun, it. Dun, dun. <laughs> have you ever been inside a faculty room? You know, I have. My junior year of high school, um, I was in Ready, Set, Teach. And she would like have me make copies and stuff in the teacher's lounge. And Making so copies. It was a lot nicer. Um, like I said, that school was very crappy. It looked like the junior high I went to, honestly. I mean, it definitely looked like every Texas school we went to growing up. Yeah. I was like, no, this is literally, yep, the education, the sports. Yep. Okay. Yep. Football's number one. All right. Yep. yep. <laughs> Maybe that's why we like this movie so much. It really hit home. It really did. <laughs> and that's how we feel. We feel like the aliens out there in the summer. <laughs> Water. I mean, I throw water on my face when you get inside your car, like, (laughs) (laughs) Piggy! Hydrate, people. They got it right. They got it right. Boo You Whore is hosted by Mark Gabaldon and Michelle Tate. It is produced and edited by Abby Anderson. If you want to support the show, rate and review on Spotify and Apple Podcasts and find us on all platforms at Boo You Whore Pod. You're, uh, I forget your name. Casey. Right. Seen you around. You're not really into sports. I don't think a person should run unless he's being chased. Being chased? I like that. Get out of here. Hmm. <laughs>